2: many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, Brendo. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, we tape it live at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Follow us there. Come on. Hang out. It's a lot of fun. to do some bantering before the show. Today, we looked at cameos. Uh, we saw who was available on Cameo. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's fun stuff. Anyways, Mm -hmm. it's actually more fun than you think it'd be. Um, so yeah, there's that. We also have Frendo Club TV. We got lots of bonus content here going in raw, uh, $5 a month on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, you can throw us a sub over there on the Twitch. And then of course, uh, YouTube channel members just click join and you get five bonus episodes every single week, including vintage 10 for the win. Uh, so, yeah, yesterday on, on Friendo Club TV, uh, we looked at uh, what the heck the deal is with, like, what does Vince see in Otis? Yeah. Where should they be going? Because there was a report that said, Vince, like, Otis is like a Vince project. And, uh, you know, he really likes Otis. So, yeah. you know, kind of curious where, where
1: that's going to go. Well, we, we gave our extensive thoughts on that yesterday on Friendo Club TV, so you can find of out Of course, there. today, Friendo Club TV, pin, lose, or draw, you could win. A drawing sketch from Steve. A really, really bad sketch from me. Well, some weeks are not bad. Yeah, they're
2: all pretty bad compared no, to like. The, there was I, a couple. There has been a couple that are pretty good. So I'm still working on. I'm about twelve out of the thirty done in yeah. the custom art pieces. Those are good. Like those, I'm actually pretty proud of. I did a killer Eddie Guerrero the other day. Um, but like the ones for pin lose and draw, pin lose or draw. I literally do them within about five minutes. I try to get yeah. through them really quick. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Anyways, that's that's me upselling the product right there. Uh AEW Fighter Fest night two is in the bag. It's done. In the, in the book. It was a fun show. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought uh there were a couple of small surprises here or there. Uh I mean, we we had sort of we had done our predictions on this, but uh there was one outcome that I was surprised about, and that was, that was kind of it. But beyond that, like you know, with AEW, it's not necessarily the, the surprises. It's in the wrestling, and there was some really good wrestling last night. There was, yeah.
1: Pretty much every match was 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 fun, enjoyable, told story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was into everything. And then uh, to about partway through the show,
2: uh, we got uh, a pretty decent surprise. The Ten for the Win Championship is back, Larson. Yeah. Taz made his own Ten for the Win title. And uh, and it looks pretty great. He's gonna he put it on Brian Cage. He looks great with it on. So lots of exposure for us here on
1: the show. Yeah, totally. Although Brian Cage's body language when he, that belt was unveiled was kind of interesting. <laughs> to stand there with his hands in his pockets, like was Orange Cassidy. <laughs> he was very he was very curious about it. He was like he was like, where? What is he talking
2: about? As if Taz hasn't told him what's going on. I think that was kayfabe. What was going on? He was like, <laughs> he had his hands in his pocket. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What? What is he talking about? There's oh man, what is this? Blood and sweat? That sounds gross. And then he brings it out, because Brian Cage looks like a very clean guy. He brings it out. This is the reason I'm talking about is on it's on the thumbnail. This is gonna be the thumbnail. Yeah. He's got it's it's the old FTW championship, which if I'm not yeah. mistaken stands for F the World. Yeah. It's not the Ten for the Win championship. This was the title that Taz had in ECW when mm-hmm. I think it was probably something like he felt he wasn't getting the opportunity to to get Shane Douglas's title off him because yeah. Shane Douglas had it for like 400 days. Yeah. Um, and so Taz started carrying this championship around, and then eventually he won the world championship, and I have no idea what happened after that,
1: to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. It's interesting uh, looking at this FTW belt, uh, how much it has in common actually with the TNT title. I believe it's the same font <laughs> um, for yeah. the, the the FTW uh, aspect of it but that was it's, it's got the 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 common ECW lettering for world heavyweight wrestling champion above FTW I didn't realize they had a middle finger as one of the side plates I didn't know that either sure enough at least in the original
2: version I didn't look to oh here we go oh I got a picture right here uh, on one of the side plates
1: yeah on the picture on Wikipedia it does oh really yeah yeah, it is right there. You can buy one on Amazon. On which uh, which side plate? It'll be on the left side.
2: So if I'm looking at it straight on, it's to the left? Uh, when you're wearing it, it'll be on the left side. When I'm wearing it, it's on the left side. So it'll be on the right when you're looking at it. So what I, I'm looking at, the uh, the funny thing is, I'm looking at the, the one that Taz unveiled last night. I mean, it looks oh. like the original one, because it's all beat up and stuff. Yeah. But uh, the side plate looks like the F, was like written too small and then the T is like slightly
1: bigger. Okay, so the... The ones they're showing here, other than the pictures, yeah. you get the two side plates right to, directly next to the main plate. There's mm-hmm. side plates next to those. Ah. There's two side plates on each side. Okay. But it's entirely possible they took off the, the middle finger one.
2: Well, too. they've had the middle finger on Dynamite before, so it's entirely yeah, possible no, that's I don't still know if on, they on want there.
1: They wanted a championship title with that on there. Who
2: knows? have it on there, yeah. Well, it also has Taz's name at the top. Yeah. <laughs> like engraved into it. It's a very Here's the thing. It's a very Taz-centric belt. Yes. So I'm kind of curious as to if Brian Cage is really overly happy with this. Like I'm looking at his at his face right now in this still of the unveiling, and he looks underwhelmed. Yeah, the whole time he looked underwhelmed. That's why I felt like he was weird. He had his hands in his pockets. <laughs> he didn't know what to do with his hands. Uh, yeah. So so that happened. So Cage is going to walk into this match. Does this this is a, this is kind of a silly question, but it's also kind of not. Does Brian Cage's crowning as the Ten for the Win champion uh-huh. does that alter your thoughts
1: on how they're going to book this match? No, I, well, no. I don't I mean in the outcome. No, I mean they're going to have Brian Cage beat the hell out of Mox, and Mox pulls out a win. Doesn't Mox then become Ten for the Win champion? No, because the belt's not on the line. Because mm. they during the during the 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 Fighter Fest. Sorry, f- fight for the Fallen. Uh, preview, uh, they made a point of saying uh, the match for the AEW World Champion, FTW Champion Brian Cage taking on AEW Champ John Moxley. So the FTW belt is not on the line. Shouldn't
2: at that point Taz just take that title back? Say, "Hey, I thought this would give you some motivation, and you laid a third out there. Give me my title back. It's got my name on it."
1: Well, I think in situation where Brian Cage like beats the hell out of Moxley, throws him all over the place, and Mox just pulls out a win. Uh, that might be enough for Taz to be like, all right, well, maybe he can still hold the belt. You did okay, kid. Yeah.
2: Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, man. I think it kind of... I don't know. We might get a... I don't know. I'm not going to say a wonk finish, but I don't know. Maybe Mox will use some underhanded means to, uh, to win this. He's not above that kind of stuff. It's true. But he's also a straight-up babyface, so I don't know. I don't know. I was just thinking about that because, like, he's got the title, and then if he drops a turd in that match... You know, he's still got a title. How is that fair? But then he'll probably go on, like, you know, an undefeated streak after that. This is one of the problems, in my opinion, of just, like, bringing a guy straight into the title scene. Like, I know I was always a fan of when WWE, back in the Attitude Era, they debut a new guy in, like, a main event sort of role in a slot. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they always got, like, a title shot against Austin. Um, But then then they would just drop back down to where they would naturally fit in, which, in in the case of Brian Cage, is going to be, like, the upper mid card.
1: Yeah. It's going to be the TNT title scene.
2: Yeah, or I mean, hey, do you think that uh, could this FTW title change hands down the line? I guess it's entirely possible if somebody beats Cage again.
1: I guess it's. T- I mean, I guess if it's if it's a legit title and not just kind of an honor bestowed upon somebody, then I yeah. assume it would have to be defended. You would think so. Yeah, you would think so. Like, but how, you never, I don't know.
2: How cool would it be if we got like Cage versus like All Out is too soon, but like maybe down the line at like like the next Double or Nothing, like next May, right? Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have fans. Maybe everybody be dead. I don't know. Uh, we'll get Cage versus Lance Archer for yeah. the FTW Championship.
1: That'd be kind of cool, right? That'd be kind of be cool because, like, like uh, Taz says along the lines, is for the baddest uh, sob or whatever in wrestling. It's like, it, it don't make it a hardcore title or a shoot title per se, but just make it a. You know, like the matches are kind of anything goes. A big
2: you know? badass, a big badass guy, like, like. Yeah. You know not necessarily the hosses necessarily but like no. guys like hey how cool would it be if Pentagon was in this FTW division because there's no other guy on the planet that feels like an f the world type guy than Pentagon so you got Pentagon maybe Wardlow's in that division you yeah. put you put Hager in that division so it's like the big bad guys
1: well are they're, they're fights
2: they're more fights than matches yeah you know yeah yeah you keep yeah you, you kind of keep the cartoony guys out
1: yeah, you know, you're you you a little more liberal with the the rules of professional wrestling and just kind of let I don't want to say like no DQ on everything. I don't want to have that firm of a, of a stipulation on it, but just make it more of a anything goes type division, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be fun. Something you know, a little different. You know, not quite funny. hardcore, not quite, you know, uh no holds barred, just something along those
2: lines, though. Alex C here in chat brings up a good point. He says Mox would totally fit the FTW championship. That's totally true. He's very I
1: feel like much. CZW mocks totally would, but uh, oh,
2: yeah, these days like
1: sellout mocks wouldn't. Being careful I mean, with being careful
2: while. with coronavirus, mocks isn't.
1: I mean, he's looking out for his 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 fellow wrestlers. I can't blame him for that.
2: No, I, no, I'm not blaming him for anything. I'm just saying like he's a safe guy. Like that's a
1: good, that's a good it's a good trait.
2: Thing. It's a good trait to have. A, it is a good
1: trait. It is. Yeah. It is. All it is. Right. Uh, Beans from the East says it's the BMF belt from the UFC. Yeah. That's good. A kind of cross uh, cross weight class mm-hmm. uh, title, just for super tough dudes.
2: It's like the old UFC title where you could just do whatever. Yeah, there was no
1: weight divisions. There was no weight divisions. You'd have like little tiny guys. You'd have Hoist Gracie like taking a little on Gracie uh, guy. Uh, these huge men and winning. Yeah, dude. Uh, the
2: uh, uh, Fighter Fest night two started with Omega and Paige, the current tag team champions, taking yes. on Private Party. This was this is a fun match. I don't know who. Booking wise, they showed more respect to Private Party or Best Friends because I feel like this match was—I mean, they needed their their—I com- don't like to say they—they needed—they used their combo finish to finish off Private Party. They didn't use that for Best mm-hmm. Friends. Mm-hmm. Best Friends was maybe a more hard-hitting bout, but uh, I don't know. What's your take on that? Yeah, that's, no, it's a fun it match.
1: It was a—they were both fun matches in their own right. Um,
0: I don't, I don't feel know. Like... I mean,
1: part part of my perception of it is 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 based on the fact that they, that Omega and Paige had to wrestle two matches in one day, probably pretty close together. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was at dusk, and I think the other one's main event, um, uh, you know, was after the sun had gone down. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. They were different matches. So I guess in the sense that best friend one might was a slower pace, harder harder hitting bout. That's entirely the case as opposed to this one that had. You know, because the private party, a lot more high flying involved. Yeah, it's just, um,
2: yeah, they, they wrestle obviously a different style. I don't think one mm-hmm. team gave more of a problem for, presented more of a problem for mm-hmm. uh, for uh, Omega and Page than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was a, they're, they're, like the one moment in this match that obviously stood out more than the others was, I think it was Isaiah uh, Cassidy. He did like that weird flip on the outer second rope, the outer side of the second rope onto hangman and and a bunch of people there on the outside. It was just, that was absolutely crazy. That was actually surprisingly outdone by another maneuver later on in that six, in that uh, eight man tag match with Phoenix. That was that was mind-blowing. The Canadian story I've was mind-blowing. i would never seen anything like that before in my life. But, uh, but yeah, no, this this didn't seem, and you're probably right, because two matches in one night, uh, Omega and Page got the victory. Private Party went for gin and juice. Kenny lays out Mark Quinn with a, a V-trigger. Hangman hits a power bomb on uh, Cassidy. Then they do the combo finish for the win.
1: Yeah, it was a good match. Fun match. A lot of We're fun. Gonna,
0: But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh,
2: after that, we had a Lance Archer versus Joey Janella. Uh This was kind of funny because uh, Janella comes out and the commentary starts wondering where Sonny Kiss is. Joey mm-hmm. Janella's tag team partner. Well, we find out shortly after Archer, who usually drags one of the like you know students or, or lower card wrestlers to the ring yeah, to yeah. beat him up, is bringing out Sunny Kiss, throws him at Janela. Uh, that was a good bit. This is a wildly fun uh, match, though. Janela was you know bouncing all over the place, really trying throwing to, his
1: body around. Yeah,
2: really trying to take it to the big man, especially when he went up. Was it like a moonsault? I don't know. He went up somewhere and got like a super air on it. And came yeah. crashing
1: down on Archer. Yeah, I think uh, it was just a top-row crossbody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I yeah. think it was the same move where he blew out his knee a couple years ago. Ah,
2: yeah. I um, think
1: that's, what, that's what it was. Uh, Sonny eventually came to, though, after getting tossed into Joey nail to start the match. At one point, uh, Sonny hops up the apron, tried to distract Lance. Uh, that allows Joey to hit a couple shots on him. Um, but Archer is just no-selling basically everything. Uh, he goes. He shoves. Sorry, he grabs Joey by the throat, shoves him over the apron. Joey gets back in. Lance goes for blackout. Joey counters with kind of a reverse DDT elbow type thing. Mm-hmm. Gets yeah. a two count. Um, and, and then like halfway through the match, Jake pulls out uh, a canvas sack. He was so sweaty, too. I know. So you think, <laughs> oh, he's got a snake with him. Right. So Joey hits Lance with a super kick, and then a knee. Jake gets up on the apron with his... His Snake sack and the refs over there are like hey, you can't do that hey, and this allows Joey to hit a top rope sent on follows with a 450. Yeah uh, Joey covers Lance kicks out and Jake is just pouring sweat He's <laughs> nervous. I'm sure his he would be He's like oh gosh, I almost cost Lance that match. I'm gonna hear that later involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the finish uh, Sees Joey go up top Lance hits him with a huge right hand uh, and then uh, Lance Archer hits blackout <laughs> off the apron, through a table to the floor. That
2: I I didn't I, I hadn't realized there was a table there. What like right before he did it? Yeah. Did, was that? Did, 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 I'm assuming did, did Joey set that table up? Yeah, he set up earlier in the match. But I thought <laughs> okay. it was, I thought it was
1: a different place in the in okay. the, in I in the like, side area.
2: I was like, oh my god, he's gonna take this to the floor. He took it through the table, puts him back in, gets the win. To it's be just,
1: fair, if Joey Janelle had taken it to the floor, I really would have been that surprised. <laughs>
2: I know exactly. Which is like, oh man, if anybody's going to be this stupid, it's going to be Joey
1: Janela. Um,
2: but yeah, no, wild, really fun match. I love
1: that man. It was fun. It was tons of fun.
2: So after that, we got uh, a short video of Darby Allen at some sort of kids' adventure place where he uh, does a coffin drop into like a pool of foam. It pieces. made it sound like he was at
1: because it was with Travis Pastrana. Who and Travis Pastrana? You don't watch enough X Games, man. You're right, I don't watch any X Games. Um, I think that he, I think he said it was that was his place. Oh, okay. Cool, it looked like a little kid's adventure time. Yeah, but it was way the heck up there. That was high. Yeah, it was pretty high,
2: but it was, it was like a, a giant, it was just yeah. a big foam pit.
1: Yeah, a huge foam pit. It looked fun as hell, to be honest with you. Yeah, it did look fun. So uh, before he t- makes the leap into foam pit, he talks to camera says, Hey, Brian Cage, uh, you're the one that got me out of action. Uh, don't think I haven't forgotten about you. But while I'm still getting waiting to be cleared medically, I'm going to practice some coffin drops here with Travis Pastrana, and then he jumps off. Yeah. Look fun.
2: <laughs> it does look fun. <laughs> uh, Gareth says it's a foam pit for practicing BMX flips. Ah, yes. That's rad. That seems fun. I want to start. Can I, can I start riding my BMX, uh, a BMX bike? Like professionally?
1: When is the last time you tried to ride a BMX bike?
2: A BMX bike? Yeah. Sometime in the past 10 years. I feel like I got my hands on one somehow.
1: When I was in the market for a new bicycle, I was like, "I'm gonna get a BMX because that's what I had when I was a kid." Right, seems cool. Yeah, they did. I mean, they're really small. They're really small. Yeah, they don't like make Like, you try much. to sit the seat and pedal. Your your knees are basically hitting the handlebars. They're made to stand up and more or less and pedal that way. Yeah, you got to be like Darby Allen sized to ride one. And I was like, "Oh, well, this isn't I'm, this isn't gonna work just for a recreational riding of the bike." So. Yeah, I'll have to get me something else.
2: Man, I want to start going on bike rides more though. I got like four bikes on the side of my house. Yeah, and like uh, I just got to pump up the tires. I think.
1: After that, we had Taz, and Brian Cage. We talked about uh, uh, Taz handing the FTW belt to Brian Cage, and you know he he pre- he preceded the handoff, uh, talking about how they were supposed to have a title match that night. Of course, Mox couldn't make it. Um, it's happening next week. And he says that's where Cage will become AEW champion. But uh, that brings uh, Taz is something he has in his hands, something that he created, something that represents his full body of work crafted with his blood, his sweat, and his tears. It's Gross. the FCW title. Nasty. He said. He said it's a title that no promotion ever recognized. but Wrestling fans worldwide recognize the respect for the man that holds that championship because the man who holds that title is the baddest SOB in wrestling, and that man is no longer uncrowned. And that man will not go into the fight into Fight for the Fallen without a title because that man is machine, Brian Cage. At that point, Brian Cage takes his hands out of his pockets and grabs the title and holds it up. Um, uh, Taz calls the FTW belt some renegade shit a couple Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. He says, who better than Cage to go into Fight for the Fallen with some of Taz's momentum? Taz calls out Mox, says, uh, who's better than the machine? So uh, Taz did put it on the line. Sabu won it.
2: About six, uh, seven months after it debuted Uh, uh, in a triple threat match with Just Incredible. Uh, And then Taz won it back about four months later.
1: Is that 98?
2: uh, We're looking at 98, 99, yeah. Then he won it back in early 99. Living dangerously. That all sounds familiar. In an extreme death match. And then it was unified uh, when Taz defeated... Sabu to unify the two championships, uh, and then it disappeared because it was unified. And then uh, now Brian Cage has it. He was it getting, was in was Taz's attic that. the whole time. Exactly.
1: So there you go.
2: There's some history for you. Uh, you after that, man, this is probably match of the night. Yeah. Is there even a probably about it? This was no. There's clearly, no problem. clearly, clearly match was, of the night. It was so good. This was, was crazy. Rad. I Even
1: without that that crazy spot, it was a really good match.
2: Pentagon and Phoenix can don't can do no wrong in my eyes. They really should be agreed. Like it's why, it's, man. I know like there's been travel restrictions and stuff like that. Things are crazy. I, I get that. But like in a perfect world, be Pentagon Phoenix, and then uh, uh, pack pack, and then oh, and then x Lacks all fighting over be those two teams fighting for those tag titles. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. So good,
1: so good, it's so good. So uh, kind of the story of this is is Young Bucks and FTR working remarkably well together for t- for two teams who have had a long standing Twitter beef.
2: Yeah, we had like a what was it, like an indie taker that was a cloud. Yeah. Oh, there goes my camera. People probably yeah, freak out camera. when my camera goes out. Look at that creepy head that's right there.
1: See, I don't even see it. I just I, a blank screen on my my end. Oh, the, really?
2: Okay. Well, that's I don't good. see the the unsolved mystery. Oh well, they'll see it because it's yeah. on my thing. Yeah. Um why was yeah, they, uh, uh, why was Cash wearing a glove? I don't know. And then they showed Tully and Spears in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Scouting them. Was this is this one of those questions? Is this one of those things where people are like, well Steven Larson, if you watch Dark or being the elite, you would, know, you would know, you would know. So I'm sure somebody's going to.
1: Oh, was it Pentagon's glove? Oh, was, oh did he? Oh, okay. So Pen- threw Pentagon it. threw okay. his glove at them. I okay. Didn't notice, I didn't notice that he put it on, but that would make sense.
2: Okay. But then right after he he like put his hand up, they showed Tully and Spears, which is a clever thing because yeah. the glove. The glove. <laughs>
1: Black leather glove. All right. Nice. So Lucha Brothers and Butcher and the Blade roll up an FTR's truck. I guess with the truck on the line in this match, it made it seem like they were because Butcher is <laughs> carrying the keys and put it around the turnbuckle. Uh, so this was an old-time truck match. Yeah. Bob Falfa truck match. Yeah, man. That's so as I mentioned to, before, yeah. uh, Penta throws his glove at FTR. Uh, Nick tags in Dax. FTR has the early advantage. Penta's isolated. Until he avoids a uh, uh, Dax Harwood charge. It's a massive chop. Man, Pentagon's got the best leg kicks in the business, man. Yeah, he's got the best Every everything he, in the business. Maybe time he kicks someone in the hamstring, it sounds like a gunshot's going off it's great. He's like uh, one of my favorite. He's like my favorite wrestler. Oh, hell yeah, man. Pentagon's outstanding. Uh, Phoenix is in. Bunch of double-team offense from the Lucha Brothers because they're the best. Uh... And, you know, as you mentioned, there's the uh, uh, Young Bucks and FTR working really well together, doing each other's moves. Saw uh, uh, Dax Harwood do a super kick. Don't you think uh, we ever saw Scott Dawson do a super kick in WWE? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they uh, one member of each team uh, did a, uh, a shatter machine with a good night express, they call it now. Mm-hmm. Mind buster, both FTRs finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, I guess we can just go right ahead to... One of the most incredible things i've ever seen dude this is insane so i'll just break down this whole sequence because it's it's out of control so penta is in matt's face he's about to do the Cerro uh miedo thing uh matt picks him up bucks are setting up for a belsa driver phoenix does the walking on the rope kick to to, to nick mm-hmm. kicks nick in the face so nick's there selling that meanwhile penta dumps matt out of the ring and So Nick's on the apron, Penta's in the ring, they're brawling. Um, uh, Nick, I think, kicks uh, Penta, hits him with an Insegiri. so Penta's in all four. Meanwhile, in the background, you see Phoenix just kind of hanging out there, waiting for an opportunity. Mm. So uh, Nick bends over over the ropes to try to pick up Pentagon, and when he does that, Phoenix sprints towards both of them, steps on uh, Pentagon's back does like a sunset flip into a destroyer uh, which takes out everybody else that's on the floor so butchering the blade and ftr it was yeah. one of the most incredible things i've seen in a wrestling match in a long time did not see it coming uh it, it blew my mind they showed blew like the replay mind. too like how the topple
2: happened and it was i was like this is amazing that nobody got completely murdered on this thing because they did end up going pretty far out yeah. Uh, uh, towards, like, through the barricade and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that was that was absolutely crazy. Uh, in the end, uh, Penta and Phoenix hit... Uh, do they have a name for this, uh, whatever? It's, it's it like a combo.
1: Excalibur called it an LB driver. Okay, okay. Well, I guess Lucha Brothers driver. Okay. Usually, they do the thing where it's package pile driver from Penta, and then Phoenix goes at top and does a stomp off there. It wasn't the case this time. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix just grabbed, I guess it was, Matt, yeah, by kind of, like, the feet mm-hmm. and helped, you know, put more... Downward force on the package Pile driver Yeah, But the, what's setting that up is the uh, Lucha Brothers Were setting up for their finish It's broken up by Cash Wheeler uh, Matt tries a super kick Pentagon he moves So Matt super kicks Dax Harwood instead Yeah. Uh, off that Lucha Brothers hit LB driver On Matt for the win And then we get a quick shot before Seemingly a hasty cut to commercial of FTR and the Young Buck shaking hands it's yeah. like a 10-second shot, if that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. Where do you think it's going to go? I mean, they lost, but they shook hands. I mean, at some point, you're gonna, we're going to get a match. It's probably All Out. We're going to get that. It's going to be the main yeah. event, I would yeah. think.
1: Yeah. I would think. Yeah, the match is going to happen at All Out. So I just yeah. thought was a situation where bit by bit, whatever chemistry they have is slowly eroded, to so it's pure rivalry at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This match was an absolute delight, though. So Yeah, it was rad. It was awesome. Uh, also
2: awesome, Big Swole uh, trying to get to the building, and uh, she's uh, prevented and served with uh, suspension papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called Brit uh, a trick one more time, and she called her Brittany Basura Baker. Do you know what Basura is? Trash. It's trash. That's correct. Very good. Uh, she is hilarious she's so a yeah, she big is. big soul sw- this is like the perfect rivalry right here so yeah. she's like fine i drove three and a half hours to get here screw you guys so she leaves or yeah. so we think uh after that we had nyla rose versus two jobbers what were their names uh kenzie page and kylan king yes uh nyla completely annihilated both of them. Oh, yeah uh, uh she ended up power bombing one on the other and pinned both yeah. of them at the same time yeah <laughs> that was that was finished but then uh she had a promo Where she talks about, she's gonna have a manager. She's all these people backstage with all these managers, and they're all sort of thematically linked. Champions, uh, yeah. And so she she just two
1: examples, yeah.
2: Yeah, and so you know she is gonna have a manager that suits her, that's going to take her to that level, so she can once again be AEW Women's Champion. So
1: yeah, she said, uh, she said, I'm not gonna tell you who it is yet. Uh, but uh, she more or less said it's gonna be it's gonna be something else. Who's it gonna be? Wouldn't
2: that be great? if It was awesome Kong. I th- I thought that. Like if Kong didn't want to wrestle, mm-hmm. that's a that's a killer team right there. Yeah. Um, what if it was like Medusa?
1: Yeah, those are the two names I thought were awesome Kong and Medusa. Be pretty cool.
2: Oh, that'd be interesting if it was Vicky Guerrero. That's actually that's oh. that's, that's 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 a really good idea. Who said that? that Asian Asian Murr said that. That's that actually good really idea. good.
1: That was a good idea. We've yeah. seen Vicky a couple times in AEW. That'd be awesome. She was, of She's course. She's great. Yeah, the wife of a great champion, Eddie
3: Guerrero.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that could be good. She was, uh, she was Edge's manager of sorts during, after uh, his run during after his You could say that, Champions.
2: too, yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And, and his lover, as well. hmm And they had, like, a wedding or something? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, so then we get this bit where we're in the trainer's room. Cole Cabana's got like was this this was makeup right that <laughs> was a massive it looked it looked it looked good re- it looked really good
1: it looked it was like this look real yeah it was a huge bruise that went from basically right under his armpit down to his hip and it was from i don't remember i recall an attack last week where colt cabana was laid out so maybe something that happened on dark um <laughs> I think mean, everything just happens on time. <laughs> but but the trainer said, "Hey, this is this is you got this injury from your rib cage and use very medical, you know, jargon to describe where and and what it is from being attacked, being thrown into a road case or barricade or something, but despite all this, you're cleared to wrestle."
2: So, according to chat, Brian Alvarez said that thing's real. What, what? the hell? Where did it where did it, from a ring post? How many ring
1: what was this, like a giant ring what ring post made <laughs> this thing was huge. Did someone rip the ring post out of the ground and hit him with it? <laughs> Several times. That's what it looked like. Jeez. So, anyways, the, uh, trainer says, "Hey, you know this is, this is nasty, ugly. It probably hurts like all get out." But you're cleared to wrestle. Uh, Brody Lee answers enters and says, "Hey, we're not sure how the injury happened or who caused it, but we assure you that it, that us, the Dark Order, won't let it happen again." And hey, we got a match out there. I expect you to be out there for it. And Colt says, "All right, got it, Mister Brody." <laughs> Yeah, so
2: this is this is a very much the Vince thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to go wrestle them no matter how messed up you are, mm-hmm. which is you know obviously most famously uh, uh, in the the interview that Colt granted his former friend CM Punk. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, that match happens next: uh, Dark Order versus SCU. Uh, and poor, <laughs> you know, they really did get the perfect guy for this Dark Order story because Colt, you know, when he goes out there, he he really is perfect as like the everyman thrust into this situation. Mm-hmm. His mannerisms are so like overwhelmed, but mm-hmm. also going along with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, as soon as Scorpio Sky, he's in there with Sky and Sky locks his arms around him. We all feel it because we just saw this giant bruise. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really weird that they would have like, this is the perfect story with this bruise. That they told last night, but it wouldn't. It couldn't have happened without this giant bruise on him, which apparently is real. It's kind of crazy how that stuff happens. It is crazy. I know. It's he locks crazy. his arms around him, and he yeah, just starts. Yeah. He just starts screaming in pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, dude, Cole Cabana really should be in like comedy movies. Oh, I know. He's so good. He's so good, and he's got like sort of a I don't know. He's got the thing, man. He's got the thing.
1: He does, he's got he does he does have it. Um, so that was kind of one story going throughout the match. So that, that instance where Scorpio Sky gets him a waist lock and kind of push them towards a rope and Colt's like, ah, get off. And then Brody from the corner is yelling at Colt, get it together. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. He tries. he immediately is like, nah, screw this. And he goes and he tries to tag somebody and Brody's like, No, get back
1: out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so the finish saw uh, uh Christopher Daniels, he's in, he hits Stu Grayson with the uh, Urinagi, follows the mood salt. Uh, Colt's in there to pull Daniels off the cover. One thing that also happened before the match is, before the bell rang, Colt goes over to SCU's corner and tries to talk to him. And Brody's like, mm, 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 mm. get over there, get mm-hmm. in our corner. Mm-hmm. And th- so uh, uh, after uh, pulling Daniels off the cover, Daniels like, what are you doing? And Colt's trying to explain himself, so Daniels just clocks him. Brody comes in, takes out Daniels with Discus Lariat, and then uh, Stu Grayson's about to make the cover. Brody's like, no, 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 yeah. let Colt do it. Yeah. And so Stu goes, tags in Colt, Colt covers Daniel, gets the pinfall win. Mm-hmm. And he just wants – he's happy. Yeah, yeah. You got to win.
2: He's with hes with people who are taking him to the top now. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, shivani they were pushing JR's book, and Shivani got a note from Britt Baker that said, uh, every time you plug your book, you should plug my merch as well. It's only fair. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Big Swole shows up. She's got a mask on, uh, so she was able to sneak through. She's got the suspension papers. She throws them at Rebel. Rebel, like, you know, like, ah, goes like that, whacks Brit in the nose, and Brit just starts overselling it and yeah. it looked like I swear to god it looked like she was laughing while she was doing it because she had her hand over her mouth and she was like
1: ah ah
2: yeah. and I swear to god she had a giant smile on her face. It I could, could have be. just been seeing things, but it was a pretty entertaining thing. That was it was pretty fun. And then uh, it was so- announced Tony Khan announced on Twitter uh or he was he was sort of clarifying on Twitter the whole suspension thing. He had a back and forth with Swole where she right. was calling him out for some BS, but uh but yeah, he's he's getting in the game too. It's it, it's only a matter of time.
1: Larson before he he's, is on camera. He Yeah, exactly. Uh, so next week for Fight for the Fallen on the show, they announced that Cody will be defending the TNT title and later on Twitter, it's going to be Cody versus Sunny Kiss for the TNT Championship. We get Lucha Brothers versus FTR. That's going to be off the charts, man. Uh, the Elite, Young Bucks and Kenny taking on Jurassic Express. That'll be a fun match too. And the main event for the AEW Championship, not the FTW one. Mox, versus Brian Cage. Uh hate to put you on the spot, would you like to do this live? Would you want yeah, to Yeah, I figured the, uh, I figured we we did 2
2: weeks on NXT. We can do 1 week of uh, AEW. Fighter Fest is a big deal. I'm sorry, a uh, fight for the phones is a big deal. Um yeah. you want to do it here on Twitch? Sure. Go for we'll a sub a party let's do, let's do a sub party. Sure. Whatever that means That was funny. All right, anyways, that led to our main event. Uh, orange Cassidy versus uh, Chris Jericho. Orange Cassidy comes out. He's all business. He's like, hey, best friends, you need to scram. Get out of here. Takes I need off to do his, this myself, yeah. Takes off his shirt, takes off his glasses, his sunglasses. He's ready to throw down. Y2J comes out. He's got X-Lax with him. They have some of their own orange juice. That comes into play later. It's it not does. just to get their vitamin D. C. C. C.
1: D yeah, is the sun. D from the sun. That's where you yes. get that from the sun. Or whole milk. It's fortified <laughs> with vitamin D. Yeah, it is, man. I love the uh, whole milk. What? I love me some whole milk, Larson. Oh, all right. So Orange gets off to a pretty quick start, but then for the vast majority of this match, the middle part of it, Jericho is just beating the hell out of Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Just beating the ever-living crap out of him.
2: Yeah, I have here Y2J spends first 10 minutes picking OC apart.
1: Yeah, and they got mm-hmm. X locks down there. They got the sock, and they're hitting... Cassidy with that too, yeah. Um, and it, it kind of it, it it's it's a bit of a brawling type thing, and it wasn't that interesting at first. Mm-hmm. But then once Cassidy started to make his comeback, because um, we you know we both picked Jericho to win this match and felt pretty good about it. But you know, there's always the thought in your head, oh, maybe they'll give Orange a pretty high profile win here. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't outside the realm of possibility. That was never in my head. So, uh with every near fall. It's like, uh I, mean, they, I don't think
2: it's gonna happen, but it could. No, this was this was the perfectly booked match. It really was. Yeah. There was I mean, there was a bit at the you know, there was some stuff at the end where it was like, Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, if they do if they take a match like this where Orange is a massive underdog and by the end of it they put even the smallest little thought in your head that Orange could win this match, mm-hmm. then they did their job right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or at least I actually was kind of surprised that uh the finish wasn't the bit. So basically, uh, I went, the breaking point seems to be when Y2J sent OC, uh, Orange Cassidy. This is my notes uh, into the barricade. <clears throat> into the barricade. Uh, after that, Orange Cassidy kind of recovers and he, he he goes on a spree against uh, Jericho. Really unloads on him. Gives him some of those lazy super kicks and then like he finishes it with a real one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the intensity really uh, uh, turns up. Uh, Orange Cassidy goes up top. Y2J gets up there trying to give him a superplex. Uh, Orange Cassidy throws him off, gets a splash, gets only a two on that. Uh, So Jericho had come out with with his bat, with his uh, uh, Ulysses killer, with Floyd, the Ulysses killer. Uh, At one point, uh, let's see here. Orange Cassidy goes for a Superman punch attempt. Uh, Y2J gets him in the walls of Jericho, but Orange Cassidy rolls through, gets a roll up two, hits a really big punch on Jericho, yeah. and then as uh, Jericho gets the advantage and uh, Orange Cassidy gets up against the rope, Santana throws a bunch of orange juice in his face. So the ref gets distracted with all that because best friends comes out, um, and that allows Jericho to hit Orange Cassidy with the back with the with the bat, hits a code breaker. I thought that'd be it because that's a pretty protected loss there for Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. if he gets hit with a bat, but he kicked out.
1: Yeah. And then Jericho goes for a line salt, misses that. Orange hits a Mishinoku driver. That earns him a two count. And then uh, Jericho goes for a suplex. Uh, Orange reverses into a uh, stun dog, hits the tornado DT after that. Two count. Orange, one thing he, he couldn't successfully connect on throughout this match with the Superman punch. Tried several times, could never connect. Uh, this time he tries for it. He runs right into a Judas effect. Uh, Jericho covers him gets the win mm-hmm. yeah
2: but no it's just it's a really terrific match and i'm glad that they i mean we've seen orange cassidy showcase what his like actual wrestling like if he's in a big match wrestling thing um he, I, I still think that he's sort of in a in a situation where at some point they need to start meh, making him a bit more relatable if if they want bigger things for him mm. like because he's still kind of a weirdo you know what i mean like yeah he, he has no problem talking but he really doesn't that often um so i don't know and i i'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with him in the future because they do seem yeah. to like want to move things along and not allow things to get too stale um, yeah definitely definitely so it'd be kind of interesting to see where they go from here
1: yeah anyways we want to do some questions
2: yeah uh fidelio here we go. Uh, I am on the Patreon. You can get your uh, question here on the Patreon. One dollar a month, Patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Hunter Vandement asks, what lower mid card WWE star do you think would best succeed? oh we had this question yesterday would best succeed in AEW? I think uh, now that I think about it, Joey Janela. I think I think if you put Joey Janela in NXT, he would not he wouldn't be unlike uh, Cameron Grimes. I know he's smaller than Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes is surprisingly like tall. He's like six yeah. feet tall, I think.
1: Yeah, and he's pretty thick.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, Joey Janelle's not. He's like a, a lot smaller. He's but like I five, think, eight. I think, I mean, if you guys, they're, if they're pushing guys like you know the entire Legato del Fantasma, Joey Janelle would fit in with those guys, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of size as as mm-hmm. an opponent. I think Joey Janela would do great wherever he is. He's a very creative
1: mm-hmm. guy. Yes, he he's super creative. Uh, Ed Frys, they might use the FTW title to get Cage a rematch when he loses to Mox. Yeah, I don't know what the, like, long term, I don't know what the end game is for the FTW built. Is this just kind of get some extra uh, legitimacy on Cage's side prior to this fight for the follow match? I don't know.
2: I think, dude, I don't know, man. I mean, I think
1: they, it's funny, like, there was such a big, like,
2: deal made about the TNT title oh it's Cody doesn't consider it a mid card what's it gonna look like there's this there's that Oh, they finally have a mid card title and then like just in one episode there's like hey look it's FTW title I think that's really cool I think it's like mm-hmm. it's it's super motivated because of Taz mm-hmm. um So like, I think the way we talked about it, like having it be like, like somebody said here, the BMF title in UFC, Mm -hmm. that's a great idea. That's a great, Mm -hmm. it's one more thing. It's like the, it's like, you know, what's his face is uh, MJF's cheesy ring, you know, Yeah. it's like that obviously you don't fight for that, but it's just another thing to add to the stories that you could fight over that you can use, you know, I
1: I love that you add little plot devices that can carry stories and that's, that's what you should be doing. Totally. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, Joey Janela is much more than the hardcore wrestler he was known for. Incredible storyteller, does he have TNT title potential? Yeah, I think uh, given time to to develop himself as a character, as a brand, um, I think I think he definitely does somewhere I down agree. the line.
2: I agree. Yes, I think yes. Uh, let's see here, James Fletcher. I think the end to all Archer matches should never be pins. He should just completely destroy his opponent to the point they can't continue. That's a really cool idea.
1: Yeah. I thought that's how the Cody match should have ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With him winning, of course. Uh, Dark Tank, Lucha, the next Dynamite. Darby Allen hangs out with Rob. Is it Deer Deck? The guy from uh, Ridiculousness at the Fantasy Factory. The host of Ridiculousness. Uh, what MTV. about what about him? Sorry? He's a skate. Uh, he used to be a pro Oh, skater, yeah, skate yeah. Put Darby Allen on Ridiculousness. yeah. With the, at least with the, the dude who hosts it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, from Dark Day, Colucha, we need Darby Allen as a special DLC in these X Games-based video games. It'd be great crossover for AEW. Yeah, he should be the next Tony Hawk pro skater. I agree, totally.
2: Uh, let's see here. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan. Yeah, We sort of talked about this, Thomas. Uh, he asked about the FTW Championship. We sort of already mentioned that stuff. Uh, Brian Luckman. Uh, do all AEW tag teams have the ability to win tag? I wonder what Brian's doing on his summer break, man. Not summer break that's now. His question. his post-graduation summer. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. No, There's nothing else unless he starts doing college stuff. But that's up to it him. Would, uh, Whole uh, life starting. ahead. Of yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, his question is: Do all AEW tag teams have the ability to win tag gold, or is there a team that you think will never win gold? He says he doesn't see Butcher and Blade ever winning tag gold. The way they're booked now, I kind of agree with that, but they seem to be catching on to what they should be. Yeah. Um but I can I can see that. I mean, there's a lot of other heel teams ahead of them
1: that I, mean, I think are more important. I think a situation where uh, any team on that roster is talented enough to be champions. Yeah. I don't think there's an obvious team in, term from, in terms of terms from like from a talent perspective. You're like I don't I, I don't just don't buy them as champions yeah it's just a creative decision whether they want to go in that direction or not
2: all the teams featured on dynamite anyways because there might be some jobber tag teams that i don't know of on dark all the teams featured on dynamite um are distinct they're unique they have Mm -hmm. their own personality Mm -hmm. and whenever you have that you can be a champion like Mm -hmm. people will buy you will have a, a set fan base that mm-hmm. will totally buy into them being champions, and I can't think of a team. Now, I kind of don't think that best friends. Now that they've had their shot. I don't think they're going to get another shot anytime soon. Um, Butcher and Blade, they do seem to be lower down the totem pole with uh, heel tag teams. I probably don't see them getting the titles anytime soon. I do think that all that stuff can change, you know, very
1: quickly. I think with time, yeah. I mean, the the, the tag division is so loaded now. It's it's really loaded. Like Right now, the tag champions aren't like a full-time tag team. They're a put-together tag team.
2: Yeah, that that is kind of like... I really like the Page Omega story, but mm-hmm. I do kind of feel like it's they're using the tag titles, which there's a lot... It's such a loaded division, and you
1: have a thrown-together tag team as your champions. Yeah. But it's a good story, so I don't mind it. Yeah. And then being tag champions actually enhances the story. Yeah. That's the, re- that's the only reason they're really together at this point.
2: Yeah, but you have to ask, Like, it's it's enhancing their story. It's not enhancing the tag team division story, like the, the various
1: tag teams that are out there. No, no, it's, it's not, but then you have a wealth of other teams. Like right now, the, the amount of uh, attention that has been given and is going to continue to receive the FTR Young Bucks story, mm-hmm. like that few doesn't need the titles right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just for bragging rights. Yeah. Down the line, yeah, ha- revisiting that feud with piles involved. That's going to enhance that feud. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: You're saying they're that they're the, pretty... the story Sorry. being told with the tag titles is more important than than what I'm another team they're... just
1: having them. Yeah. I'm saying there's enough good stories in the tag division that don't require the tag tiles I don't think it's it's, it's it's they're doing the tag tiles a disservice having them on Kenny and Page to essentially tell a story of two singles wrestlers It's a good point oh. Jimmy Thomas uh, asks is Cody going to hold the TNT title till it's finished maybe oh
2: yeah will Cody ever have the actual finished don't know. TNT Except title I feel
1: like they should keep it like that whoever wins it just gets to add their own little detail to the belt I agree Yeah. What would Darby Allen add to it if he won it? Um, like a a group picture of him, Travis Pastrana, okay, Tony Hawk Tony Hawk, yeah. All his X game friends. That's good.
2: I was gonna say wheels. What if he rode down on the title?
1: What if he turned the belt into a skateboard? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Ah,
2: uh, let's see here. Toby Whittle, would you like to see Trios titles in AEW? Yes, I would.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, so AEW starts. Announcers say Tony Khan has requested all talent come to the ring. Everyone is there. Tony appears on the Jumbotron in another location in Jacksonville. He tells everyone first to get to this ring. Oh, the first to get to this ring gets this contract for a championship match. Boom. Wacky races ensues. I could see them doing that, and I think it'd be
2: wildly fun for one episode of Dynamite.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I could see I think that. so it'd too be great. That'd be awesome. Uh James Fletcher. What do you think the story of Colt and the Dark Order will be? Is Colt using the Dark Order or is he going to join them? I think that in the end, I don't know how they're gonna get there. In the end it needs to be Colt getting a singles win over Brody Lee and breaking away from the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. That's how this story should end. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, until then obviously you go through it like a regular three act thing where yeah it gets pretty dire for old Colt.
1: Uh Patrick Oliva has the ratings numbers. AEW seven fifteen, NXT seven fifty nine. Yeah, I saw but AEW still one big in the in the demo Oh, the all important. That's the only number that really matters. If Chris Jericho says that's the case. Oh, no, never mind. Who are um, we to who are we to argue with? I can argue I can argue with some points he's made.
2: Um, <laughs> the demo no. The reptilian elite, perhaps.
1: Was <laughs> it seven to fifteen to seven fifty nine? Fifty nine, yeah, I think so. So about a forty thousand forty four thousand viewer advantage for NXT. Interesting. Uh, Asian myrrh is the word dies Censored or something Archer never finishes his phrase And just says everybody instead of the whole thing Maybe It could be That's a sensitive thing right now The yes, fact that lots of people are dying Yeah Wow. Uh, White Whitebrian92 I want Cage to win but Mox is the bigger name How do you keep the belt on Mox But also protect Brian Cage what they could do, and I don't know if they'd do it. They usually don't do kind of wonk finishes for main event title matches. If you really want to set up Cage as, as a machine, as a monster, have him like the uh, drill claw mocks through the stage or something like that to end the show. Yeah. So you don't get a clean finish, but you get a moment. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they just did that.
2: Yeah, I wonder. Like, you need to book this. You need to book this win for Mox as him escaping exactly cage not beating cage necessarily if he can if he can escape with a win um and yeah like you said have him just completely annihilate mox afterwards Mm -hmm. Um, i mean they're not going to want to make mox look too weak but you also have to make cage look really strong
1: yes you can have the situation where cage is physically dominant um mox just uses strategy essentially to eke out a win yeah right um, Adrian Seeds, you know this Orange Cassidy he had his own music for the first time last night that plus his performance versus Jericho makes it seem like they're going to try and take him more seriously down the road his music is pretty generic I and not really fitting to his character whatsoever I did not notice it
2: uh, okay so like it should be
1: like his Tron is just like his name written out real quick what what the, what the the his theme should be is like someone tuning up a guitar acoustic and just strumming random chords that's what it should be
2: yeah, I was going to say, it needs to be something that's completely and totally unfinished, done on the fly.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Like a guy just humming really quick. It should be like, uh,
1: sort of like blue pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Diehard Homer, are title shots being given to Cage and Brody Lee too soon? I get they're big deals, but having them lose a high-profile match so soon seems goofy. Mm. Um, I, just, I don't mind... It per se, I still want it to be the formula they use for someone that they really want. They they want to do something you know meaningful with, because obviously they like Brian Cage a lot. Yeah, it's obvious that they wanted Brody Lee, and I kind of wonder too if the Brodie Lee match was a bit rushed given circumstances around pandemic and stuff. Maybe some people that were supposed to be maybe that was po- packed that was supposed to get that title shot instead of Brody Lee. I kind of feel like that's an outlier. Maybe this is a situation where like oh well, we don't have a challenger for Mox. That was all set up really quick. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I do feel like there is a bit of a pattern with Brody and Cage getting their mock shots like immediately, and yeah. Archer debuting and getting his Cody shot basically immediately. Like it's,
1: it's, it's, it can't be so formulaic, so. right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see here, uh. Uh, Gregory Faia, what's the better looking title, the FTW title or the new US title? I always really liked the FTW title because it was it was very Taz centric, and I always liked the Human Suplex Machine. It looks um, very homemade too. In a in a vacuum, without the context, the US title looks better because it actually looks like a real championship title that somebody would go after. The FTW title has Taz's name at the top and it's like what is this like a looney tunes thing what's going on here
1: yeah it's got one z <laughs> yeah not two z's uh Hugh Long Heavy says please put a 10 in front of the ftw belt in the thumbnail
2: just put our put like the old logo
1: there with the oh put sure. this, put this right there there you go there you go weathered souls just want to say thank you to you guys at friendos for always having my back and supporting me
2: hey man no no sweat you got if it. you get that friendo club tattoo you, let, you gotta let gotta let us know. Yep. Uh Steve Klein do you think Sheeta should also get a manager as well? No, I don't think Sheeta needs a manager.
1: Mm-mm. I mean, uh, I don't think Dyla Rose needs a manager either, but I guess if the idea is if she thinks that's the 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 formula to success, then so be it.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. I agree. I don't think she needs one. I just like that things keep moving. Yeah. You know? That's what I really like. It's like, well, you know, what is she gonna do now? They could have her squash jobbers for another three months. But no, there's like, hey, I've got something to announce. I'm doing something different. I love that there's all these moving pieces constantly. Definitely, definitely. That's what I like. Uh, let's see here. Double J, Joe Jensen, ain't he great? I think tonight should have been the night for Private Party to go over and Kenny to turn on Hangman. How long do you see Kenny
1: and Hangman as champions? I think something big has got to happen and All Out. Yeah, it's going to be All Out. So we could probably get Young Bucks versus FTR one-on-one. Maybe we'll get Lucha Brothers versus... Kenny and and Hangman, and have them win the titles. Yeah, and have that be the beginning of the end for them.
2: Twenty uh, one Shaco says, uh, so he gave us a sub. Thank you. He says, where do I hit you guys up for the extra Frendo TV content? So today we'll have pin loser draw a little yeah. bit later, probably in about an hour and a half. Uh, we will send you the link to that. Uh, so make sure your Twitch email notifications are turned on. Make sure your Twitch notifications don't go to your spam. Yes. Uh, and then every whenever we have bonus content, you will get it that way. And then yeah. what I've been trying to do, although I have not been too successful at this so far, but I'm going to try to put into my routine, is uh, at the end of the week, send you all the previous bonus content. So as long as you're an active sub, you will always have access to those links going forward. It's just if you're on the Patreon or, I believe, YouTube channel members, you can get you can the backlog get the of stuff yeah. because you can look back. Yeah. There's just no way to do that on Twitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Stevie Bradley uh, offers up the same uh, question here about how new subs can get the FCTV content. Yes. Uh, Brian Lopez, should they have page versus Omega rivalry or just break up them moving on with other things? No, this gotta be, there's gotta be a feud coming out of their breakup as a tag team that uh page eventually goes over.
2: It's gotta be a big deal. Yeah. It's yeah. gotta be a big deal for sure. Yeah. I think I do think that like a, uh, pandemic is one thing that has really kind of i wonder if those plans changed with omega and page could be waiting to have fans waiting to see like or at least waiting to see okay do fans seem like they're going to be back soon or are they going to be on the horizon now it seems like it's not going to be soon um if they're going to although
1: if, if wb gets their way it will be relatively soon uh wait, is there new stuff on that or yeah wrestle votes had a thing about it this morning
2: well just give me the cliff notes real quick
1: uh end of september <laughs> Is that just an arbitrary thing or they have like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they've had any science behind any of the decisions they've been making <laughs> until it's been forced upon them. So they're just looking at
2: that day at around end of September yeah, for fans.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, maybe to two and a half months things will just quiet down a little bit. Who knows? That's probably their attitude. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. What, 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 where
2: where are you getting this info? Like, what is this? What metrics are you using to determine that miraculously in two and a half months, everything's going to be fine. Things are going worse now. Why do you think they're going to get better?
1: They're not, they're not getting better. They're going to get worse. (laughs) They're just going to get worse, man. second shutdown because the first one didn't last long. Yeah.
2: Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Johan von Wolfenhausen. Says, since I just butchered that name, Johan von Wolfhausen, since everyone is getting a manager who should be X laxes He says MVP, but I'm not sure if Johan understands that these are completely different companies Um, who should be Xlaxes? X Well, they don't need a manager. They've got the inner circle. No, They're in a circle.
1: They don't need a Jericho's
2: manager. their manager, basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan says, "I make bad decisions when I start running out of money too." <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> They're not point. running out of money though. They're not. They're, they had the most profitable quarter.
2: They're not running out of money. Wasn't the evidence was wasn't like the thing that uh oh Conan for yeah, their sure. uh, yeah that's a good one for their manager uh like technically fans were like they, they were not doing doing good money for them right because like they were doing house shows, they, were, shows were losing loser, yeah. money. Just keep it at the yeah. performance center. It's the new. It's the new normal. A million viewers a week for WWE
1: is the new normal. People. It's a throwback to the old studio wrestling days.
2: Yeah, get a bunch of like card. Yeah, do like doctor up your place, your set, like it's and like the NWA does theirs now. Mm-hmm. And then get like a bunch of cardboard cutouts of, of people, of fans. Send in your face, and then they'll put you, uh, you know, as a cardboard cutout and then just pipe some fake crowd
1: noise in. No, I'm telling you, get the they got all those huge LED boards, just put those behind the barricades and just have, you know, like B-roll of fans.
2: Yeah. Let's
1: do that. Yeah. There you go. Then pipe in the noise. There you go. That works. Man, I'm I'm like
2: I'm really on the line about uh about Sunday night doing Dominion as like a watch party here on Twitch. Just to watch Steve
1: try not to sleep watch party. Oh. Yeah, I wish I could, but I, I'm not going I'm schedule, not trying to you. My sleep YouTube. schedule
2: is jacked. Would you be okay if I did that solo? You can
1: do whatever you want, man. Okay,
2: all right. Well, hey, we're we're a team. I just want to make sure that you're cool. Definitely.
1: With it. If I was getting more than six hours of sleep tonight, or a night, I would consider it. But
2: man, I've been sleeping like I've been sleeping crazy good lately. Slept till nine this
1: morning. Don't want to hear. It. I mean, I'm happy for you, but I don't need to hear that. I've been keeping
2: late hours. I've been mean, up till like one o'clock. I'm getting solid eight. It's good. Yeah, man. Deep, deep
1: sleep. All right, now you're just kind of rubbing it in. Appreciate that man. I gotta, I
2: gotta keep you going, man. I'm gonna be gone for a couple days. I gotta get this in while I can.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you really have to.
2: Anyways. Thanks everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. We'll be back uh later on with Pen Loser Draw for Frendo Club TV Correct. Uh, Frendos And then uh also um we'll probably have a news brief today as well. Yeah, with this stuff we'll have a news brief. Yeah, we gotta talk about the rest of vote stuff, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so yeah, thanks for watching everybody. Man, end of September, we're back. We're back end of September. Oh, Huge news. Probably WWE's not. figured out the, the cure to coronavirus, people. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Oh, Bye. Twitch, yeah, Twitch, uh, Twitch guys, stick around. We'll do a raid. We'll see who's on.